You're listening to Life of Revival Radio with Pastor Zachary Weber. Well, good morning, everybody. You're listening to Life of Revival. I'm your host, Zachary Weber. I'm also the pastor of the River Church right here in Coshocton, Ohio. I'm so glad that you're listening this morning. I believe that God has something very special for you. I want to invite you to come out to our service this morning at 10 a.m. Our address is 51 Pine Street. That's right here in Coshocton, Ohio. We're on the corner of Pine Street and River Road. So we're right next to the plaza and Long John Silvers and all of that. So we would love for you to come out this morning. It's actually our first Sunday of being in our new location. So if you want to come and join us, it's going to be an epic, epic service. But we've just moved into this building. So the outside will still say the Riverfront Lounge, but it's not the Riverfront Lounge. It's the River Church. So come on out this morning. Our service begins at 10 a.m., We'll have greeters outside there to greet you. It's going to be an awesome time where we come together and worship the Lord in one accord and one place. And you know, the Bible says, where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm there in the midst of them. So it's so awesome that we can come together as a church and Jesus shows up. And I want to tell you something, when Jesus shows up, something is going to happen. When you read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you can see when Jesus showed up in the place, the sick were healed, the blind saw, the dead were raised, and those with unclean spirits were totally set free. We're seeing God move at the River Church, and we would love for you to come be a part and be refreshed by the awesome presence of God. If you can't make it this morning, you can also go to our Facebook, facebook.com slash The River and you can watch the live stream of our service. Once again, it begins at 10 a.m. You can also catch the replay. So maybe this afternoon you can go to our Facebook and you can watch the whole replay of our service right on there. You can also follow us on Instagram at River on Instagram, we post pictures of our outreaches, our revivals, our special events, everything that God is doing. We like to put on Instagram when we get a picture of it. So follow us on there if you're not already. Uh, also, if you enjoy this radio broadcast, you can listen to this replay and the replays of all of our radio programs by searching Life of Revival on Spotify, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast, anywhere that you can find podcast, search Life of Revival, and you'll be able to pull up all the archives of our shows right on there. I also want to make one more announcement before we play a clip of one of our services from Sunday morning. Next month, February 17th through the 21st, we are going to be having a five-night Holy Ghost meeting. You don't want to miss this. It's a series of meetings from Monday through Friday, uh, February 17th 
17th through the 21st, this is going to be five nights of saturating ourselves in the presence of God. There's going to be a time of worship, the Word of God is going to be preached, and the power of God is going to be released in these meetings. If you need a miracle, if you need a touch from God, maybe you're seeking direction for 2020. Whatever you need from the Lord, you do not want to miss these meetings. They are powerful. It's called the Flood Conference. You know, the Bible says in Ephesians that you would become a body, holy, flooded, and filled with God himself. This is a time where we are allowing God to empty us and then fill us with his spirit, with his presence, and with his power. There's a lost and dying city right at our doorstep that we need the power of the Holy Ghost to go out and reach. So this is a time of empowerment, of miracles, and signs and wonders. So once again, February 17th through the 21st Flood Conference, you are invited. Come, bring a friend. It's going to be five awesome nights in the presence of God. I want to tell you, one touch from God can totally change your life forever. So don't miss it. Don't miss out. I know God has something for you. So the location is going to be at the River Church, 51 Pine Street on the corner of River Road and Pine Street near the plaza. Five meetings, 7 p.m. every single night. And look, don't wait until the end of the week to come. I know it's going to be, you know, we have over a month before these meetings, but I'm going to say this right now. Don't catch the Friday meeting. You want to be there on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Every night that you can be there, you're going to want to be there. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss a single thing that God's going to do through the week. People, for whatever reason, try to catch the end of revival meetings, thinking that those will be the best nights. They're normally not. Normally it's the Tuesday or the Thursday. It's you, you just can't miss it. OK, so anyway, once again, I want to invite you to that February 17th through the 21st. That's 7 p.m. every night, Monday through Friday at the River Church, 51 Pine Street. If you'd like more information, you can go to our Facebook, facebook.com slash the River We'll also have information on our website, the River very soon. All right. Well, we want to go ahead and play a clip of last Sunday. I hope you enjoy this. I hope it's a great blessing to you. We were talking about how Jesus said, those who believe on me, the works that I have done, they'll do, and even greater works than these shall they do. It was a powerful service. So we want to play a clip from last Sunday. Let's go ahead and play that right now. And it says in verse 11, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe me for the very works themselves. Now look at this. So Jesus is saying the Father is in me. If you don't believe me, believe me because of the works you see, because of the miracles, because of the power that you're seeing displayed. And Jesus goes on to say in verse 12, he says, verily, in the King James, verse 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that he that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall also do, and greater works Amen. than these shall he do. Because I go to my Father, and whatsoever ye ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, I remember as a kid reading this, and I got so confused, because I've read the Gospels. I read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I've seen this, this humble Galilean, this 
you know, people say he was half God, half man. Jesus was 100% God, and he was 100% man. And here comes Jesus raising the dead, healing the sick, opening blind eyes, yes. cleansing the lepers, yes. casting demons out with a simple command. Yes. Shut up, come out. Yes. Didn't have to fling oil around for four hours. <laughs> Shut up, come out. Hallelujah. That's about all you, you ever have to tell the devil. <laughs> we'll teach you about the authority you have. So, so I was confused because I saw... Okay, Lord, you said greater works, and I always took the Bible very literally. You said greater works, but then the church that I'd go to, that we didn't see any works besides preaching in a sermon, three hymns, three hers, take up an offering, which is good. We need the preaching of the Word of God. We need all of that. And then you'd see an altar call, and, you know, it was kind of like the anointing would come in, and no one knew what to do with it. <laughs> the anointing was there, and people, like, they didn't know what to do. Who knows what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. And I'll just say this. When the anointing, when Jesus shows up, it's always for a purpose. Yeah. It's to change lives. It's yeah. so that yokes can be destroyed. Amen. And we've got to respond to his anointing. Yes. Not shut it down, not awkwardly. Well, okay, we'll just kind of go home now and think about all this. <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about? Everyone say greater works. Greater now, I'll say this. One of the greatest the greater one of the greater works no one listen to me very carefully or you'll miss this and you'll get confused and then say something I didn't say nobody got saved until after Jesus rose from the grave Acts 2 was when people got saved no one was saved really born again let's say it that way born again under the ministry of Jesus who knows what I'm talking about? Yes. You in agreement with that? Yes. No one was born again under the ministry of Jesus because Jesus hadn't yet gone to the cross. Exactly. The veil hadn't yet been torn. Right. Jesus hadn't yet gone to hell for three days to take the keys of death, hell, and the grave <laughs> and to ascend, take captivity captive, yes. give gifts unto yes. men, yes. and sit down at the right hand of God. He had to take all of his blood up to heaven, put it on the mercy seat. So I'll tell you this, the greatest work I'll just tell you this right now. The greatest miracle that you will ever witness is somebody being born again. You be, the day you got born again was the greatest, greatest miracle. The day God came and he took out the stony heart and he put in a heart of flesh and a new spirit he put on the inside of you. And then the baptism in the Holy Ghost. So it wasn't just enough that he saved you. He then came with his mighty, precious, Holy Spirit, whom he sent from heaven, poof, who came on the day of Pentecost. So he didn't just save us, he then empowered us. You talk about a greater work. The fact that we can preach the gospel and people get born again. Someone says, well, God's the one that saves them. God saves them, he heals them, he delivers them, he does all the work through us. Who agrees with me that's the greater work? Yes. Those, that's the greatest work. Amen. And we've seen many healings. We've seen two people come up out of a wheelchair under this ministry. Uh, we've, seen, we've seen miracles. I mean, incurable conditions being healed. We've seen the power of God slam the place. The wind of heaven blow through the place. We've seen people come in and get struck dumb. I mean, we've seen signs and wonders. We've seen miracles. You remember that, Tammy? 
And uh, we've seen people set free from cocaine and heroin. And we've seen God move. We've seen atheists get saved. We've seen atheists get healed and then get saved. <laughs> but for me, I get more excited when I hear someone come up to me. Five people got saved this week. Three people got saved. One person got... I, I get more excited. And the Bible says, all of heaven rejoices over one sinner brought to repentance. And we all need to be a part of seeing souls saved. I was, in, I was going to Florida. Oh, jeez. I was going to Florida, and I hit a speed trap in Gainesville, Florida. It was going from 75 to 45 to 75 to 45. It kept going. You know, and so I was going... Uh, a, a humble 82 miles an hour. Uh, and then I, I didn't know I hit the 45. And, uh, but I, I, could, I, I really think I was in the 75. I wish I could go back and challenge it. Because the police station got shut down for doing what they did to me. I, I know I saw that 75 sign. And, I, and so it should have been 12 over, but I was like 30, 40 over <laughs> is what I got the ticket for. So anyway. I was like, great, I'm going to a revival meeting in Tampa, and I start with a big ticket, and then they're like, well, you got to go to court and everything. I'm like, oh, man. So I didn't let that ruin my week. I go, I get refreshed in the presence of God, but then I had to extend my stay in Florida another week so I can go to Gainesville and appear before the judge. They said, either you appear or hire a lawyer. And I said, well, I'll just stay another week, save some money, and, and just go and appear. So the day of the court, I go, and you know, I, I'd never been before a judge in my life. So I wore like a suit jacket, you know, to look nice. I don't know. You're supposed to, right? So I wore a suit jacket, and then I go to Gainesville, and I go onto the courthouse, and as I'm walking into the courthouse, uh, I, you know, I'm going through this yard area, and there were these three young men standing there, and the, they, they looked rough. I'll just say that. I didn't need a word of knowledge to know that they weren't saved. I'll just say that. The Lord didn't need to speak to me about that, you know, just, just the way that they were. And, and chains and, you know, skull and profanity everywhere and, and all this stuff. Tattoo, I mean, like, whatever. So I'm walking past them, and the one kid reaches out and grabs my suit jacket as I'm walking into the courthouse. Grabs my suit jacket. But he says this. He's really nice. He said, um, I really like your suit jacket. I'm like, is this a mugging, like a very polite <laughs> mugging? <laughs> like, is this a very polite way to, like, empty your wallet? And I just go, thank you. <laughs> Keep going. And, uh, and then I go into the courthouse, and then I'm like, I'm here to appear before the judge. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. And then they say, they say, why are you here? I said I was supposed to appear before the judge. They said, no, no. Didn't you get our letter? We sent you a letter in Ohio. They sent me a letter to Ohio to tell me that they changed the date to next month. To Ohio, to an address I didn't even live at. So great. So I stayed a week in Florida, spent like $600, extending my hotel, and I left that courthouse mad. Because I'm like, I'm thinking, give me my ticket. I'll pay the ticket. Just give me a ticket. So I leave the courthouse, and then I get mad. I was like, this is the devil. This, this is just the devil jerking around with me. So I'm leaving the courthouse. I'm going to my 1999 Ford Mustang. So I'm walking, and then... I see the, that group, and I was so mad, and I started to get mad at the devil. Never get mad at God. That's foolish. Amen. He's not the author of your problems, the yeah. devil. So I walk by, and I see those three guys, and I thought, if those three guys are out there, I'm going to go lead them to the Lord, because I already have an in. They've already complimented my suit. So 
I walk, I walk down the stairs and those three guys are still standing there and I walk up to the three guys boldly and I, I say, hey guys, I just want to tell you real quick, God loves you guys, he, lo he has a plan for you, there's a heaven to gain, there's a hell to shun, 2,000 years ago something happened, Jesus died for you and I quoted scriptures and Romans and I, I, I said, now you don't have to pray but if you want to pray and receive Christ, I want you to pray this with me with your heart and lips out loud, dear Lord Jesus, and all three of them, dear Lord Jesus. In fact, the one that complimented my suit, he took his hat off, he had a beanie, he took it off, dear Lord, and he put out a cigarette, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart, forgive me, and they all got saved. So then, here's something interesting, during the camp meeting, I was standing next to Michael Derrick, pastors of the River Church somewhere in New York, and uh, 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 he was, I never met him, but he was standing next to me, and he pulls out a $100 bill, he puts it in my, in my hand. After they prayed, the Lord said, that $100 bill, that was for that young man. The Lord orchestrated all this. So I pull out the $100 bill, and I put it in his hand. I said, brother, I just want you to know, the Lord just told me to give this to you. And I put it in his hand. I said, have a great day, guys. Find a good local church. Get involved. God has a big plan for you. And I, I start walking away. As I'm walking away, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm like, man, the courthouse is filled with people out on the lawn. I said, I'm going to lead someone else to the Lord. So I'm like looking around now. You know, it's like a crazy religious guy is on the, you know, ah, I'm there. I'm on the prowl, you know. And uh, I see there's, a, there's about, what, 9, 10, 11, about eight people, whatever. There's about eight people, seven or eight people. And they're all gathered together, and they're kind of all talking to each other. Obviously, all friends just kind of gathered together. So I'm walking. I see this group, and I start, oh, yeah, I'm going to walk. I start walking over to them, and I'm going to lead this whole group to the Lord. And as I'm walking towards them, behind me, the guys I just led to the Lord, one of the guys shouts, ah! And so I'm walking over to this group, and this guy behind me, he's screaming, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And then he goes, Jesus is real. <laughs> so I'm walking to this group. He runs past me. He doesn't even see me. He's way over there. He runs around and runs to that group that I was walking to. He runs to them first. He got there before me. He ran to them. And he goes, Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Jesus is real. Yes. And he has this urgency in his voice. He's real, guys. He is really real. And so I walk up to him because I was going to go to him anyway. So I walk up and I go, hey, brother. I say, hey, man, I'm going to tell them the same thing I told you. And he goes, listen to that man. <laughs> And I go, hey guys, I want you to know God loves you and he has a plan for your life. There's a heaven to gain. There's a hell to shun. 2,000 years ago, the price was paid. The blood was shed. Jesus died so that you could have life and an abundant life. And he loves you. And he's for you. He's not against you. And today you can call, and I preach the gospel to him. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> all, every one of them prayed. Dear Lord, put the cigarettes out. Took, you know, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. I thought, I, I led about 11, 12 people that day within six minutes. You'll do the same works and even greater works yes. than these. Yes. Will you do? Oh, yeah. Now why? Look, and this is where we're ending. He that believes on me, the works that I do, he shall do, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father, and verse 13, and whatsoever things that you ask in my name, that will I do. Why? Why? 
so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. <laughs> Why does he do the work? So that the Father may be glorified through Jesus. That's why we can believe for miracles Amen. and see miracles. Because it brings the Father glory. Come on. Did you get that? Isn't that awesome? Isn't that so wonderful? If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. Not I might do it. Well, that was a clip from last week at the River Church. We were talking about how Jesus said, these works that I have done, you will do, and even greater works than these shall you do. Because I'm gonna go to my Father, and then Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. He didn't say I might do it. He said, I will do it when you ask in my name. Well, once again, I just want to invite you to join us this morning at the River Church. Our service begins at 10 a.m. Our address is 51 Pine Street. That is our new address for our new location. This morning is actually our first Sunday in this new location. So come on out. It's on the corner of River and Pine Street. It's going to be an awesome time in the presence of God this morning. I hope that you can come. You can find additional information about the River Church by going to therivercoshocton.com. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash therivercoshocton. You can watch our service live on Facebook, and you can also catch all of the replays on there. Also, if you're enjoying this broadcast and maybe you want to listen to some of the older shows in the archives, you can look up Life of Revival on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor, wherever you can find podcasts, you should be able to find us by looking up Life of Revival, and you can catch all the archives of our show right on there. Well, hey, just before we end this show, I want to pray with you, and I want to pray for you. If you're listening, and perhaps you fit into one of these three categories, I'd love to pray with you this morning. Number one, if you're listening, and if you've never said, Jesus, come and be the Lord of my life, you know, if you were to die this very second, do you know for sure, 100% beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? If the answer is no, or maybe, or I hope so, you know, you can know for sure this morning. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, the way to get to the Father is through me. Jesus said, I go to heaven to prepare a place for you, that where I am, you may be also. You know, the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the Bible says that the wages of our sin is death. But the Bible also says that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So though the wages of our sin is death, the Bible says the gift that God has for us is eternal life through Jesus Christ. You know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, He 
speaking of Jesus, he who knew no sin became our sin, that through him we would be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 2,000 years ago, the price was paid and the blood was shed. Jesus paid the price for your sin. And then he offered us this free gift of eternal life. You can know this morning beyond a shadow of a doubt that when you breathe out your last breath, you'll go and be in the arms of Jesus. You know, the Bible says that if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, then we shall be saved. I want to lead you to him this morning. So number one, if you're listening and if you've never made that decision to invite Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior, this morning can be your morning. Amen. Number two, if you're listening and maybe you used to serve the Lord in days gone by, but maybe you've grown cold or stale and you're not serving the Lord the way that you know that you should. You know, Jesus said, I would that you be hot or cold, but if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. Now is not the time to have one foot in the world and one foot in God. Now is the time more than ever to be red hot on fire for God. The Bible says the devil is going around like a lion, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. But the Bible says that we can withstand him We can withstand the devil by being firm in faith. This morning, the Lord can restore the joy of your salvation. He can restore that peace that you once knew. He can restore your faith this morning. It all starts with a decision to come back. Jesus stands with arms wide open and he says, Come unto me, all you who are heavy laden and weary. I will give you rest. God's not up there angry at you. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. It's a decision that that you make to call upon his name and to believe. Today, you can come back. Number three, if you're listening, and maybe you love the Lord with all your heart, but maybe the devil is always lying to you and telling you that you're not really saved. But today, you just want to make sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you breathed out your last breath, you would go and be in the arms of Jesus. You just want to make sure this morning that you're right with God. If that's you and you fit into one of these three categories, one prayer fits all. I want you to pray this prayer with me, with your heart and your lips out loud, wherever you are. Prayer is simply communicating with God. And I'm going to lead you in a prayer this morning. So say this with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me and set me free. Thank you that you died for me. I believe that Jesus Christ has risen from the dead and he's coming back again for me. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Come into my heart right now. I surrender my life to you. And I receive this free gift of salvation right now. I declare that I'm a new creature in Christ. 
The old things have passed away. And everything becomes new today. Now just declare this. I am saved. I'm born again. I'm forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Now, Father, I pray over every person that prayed this prayer this morning. I pray that you would seal them now by your blood and by your spirit. That, Lord, on that day, let not one single person be missing. But, Father, I pray that you would be about them as a wall of fire. I break every yoke of bondage. I break every addiction, every chain, every fear that has come against their life. Lord, I thank you for freedom for every person this morning listening by way of radio or the replay on the podcast. Father, I thank you that your hand comes upon them now in a hedge of protection around them. Raise them up, Lord, we pray, to be mighty men and women of God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I love you. Jesus loves you. This is the end of our broadcast, but I want to invite you once again to come this morning to the River Church, 10 a.m. Our new address is 51 Pine Street. You can get additional information on theriverkashocton.com. I'll see you next Sunday, 8.30 a.m., Life of Revival. Don't miss it. We'll see you then. We would love for you to join us at the River Church this morning at 10 a.m. For additional information about our church, you can go on our website at www.therivercoshopton.com. You can also follow us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash therivercoshopton.com.